Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Live on the free Odyssey app. Never miss a moment from 97.3 The Fan again with the free Odyssey app. You can download podcasts from your favorite talk shows. Listen whenever and wherever works best for you. We continue on uh, live from Padres Fantasy Camp in Peoria, Arizona. Woodsy and Paul being out there all week. I'm back here at our, our studios, but I see we get another guest standing by with the headset on, set up. That is, uh, that is Brett Boone. Hi, Brett. How are you doing? Hey Ben, how you doing? Good, good um, to see you, I'm man. Doing all right. I'm Wish doing I could be right. there with you, but uh, how, how's fantasy camp month. going for you guys? It's been a long month. How's it been? Long month out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've been here about forty-nine hours. <laughs> I've, I've aged. I'm I'm fifty-seven now. <laughs> you got here when you got here. How old were you? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. When you got here, now you're fifty-seven yeah. years old. There are long days out here. Does it bring back any uh, memories of uh, spring training? You know, before or after the game in those coaches' rooms, yeah, you got guys from, you know, Terry Kennedy uh, to, to to Nick Hunley, who was our youngest coach. Uh, so, yeah, the, the conversations are fun. That's what it was about when we were playing. It was more the camaraderie. And then you go on the field, especially as you get into your career. Spring training is kind of a oh, – get me through it when you're a kid you can't wait to you can't wait to get out of here but after you're you know you're a veteran for a few years it's it's about getting ready for the season so it's a little tedious but yeah the 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 interaction in the clubhouse that that'll never go away you'll never stop missing that as an ex-player but for me yeah they are long days there's some challenging (laughs) let's put it this way there's some challenging abs out there for some of my guys but in the end it's really cool to, to watch how much these guys appreciate it. And when they say fantasy, it really is a fantasy. I mean, I remember the beginning, the first day, uh, it was raining. So we had to find something for these guys to do. You know, talk about yourself. I had to introduce my team. I, I almost had to introduce them twice because we, we needed to fill some more time. But then the guys get up and tell their story and why they're here. And, and uh, it was like some of the guys get up and they almost had tears in yeah, their eyes. No they're doubt. so emotional about it. So that's the cool thing as a as a coach here in the camp. 
to see how like this is their dream and and it's cool to watch them go out there and they take it so serious you know they want to get a hit so bad they want to make that play and they're crushed when they don't uh and it's a tough game out there but uh, it is uh, it's my first real experience being you know being in fantasy camp, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. Well, what you the, guys, you want to impress these, you know, ex big league players, your coaches, by doing something well on the field, right? I mean, that's part of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you do, but you also don't want to be like what I was yesterday. Like, you don't, it's not that you want to impress them so much. You just, you want to be almost under the radar. You know what I mean? You don't want to be the one, the glaring guy that's like, hey, man, cool. You, we had a four run lead and you blew it because you can't throw a strike. I thought you were supposed to be, we drafted you because you, allegedly could pitch and he can't you almost just want to be you want to get your knocks you want to make your plays but you don't want to do anything spectacular you just want to just kind of be under the radar and i bet you brett there's probably guys in the big leagues that have that same mentality of like i i just just i don't want to be i, I don't want to f up too bad <laughs> that they immediately you, know i don't belong a lot of guys have made a career out of being staying under the radar and being good guys and being good teammates yeah um, by the way, Ben, it's, uh, I'd say, virtually impossible for these campers to impress any of us. <laughs> Unless somebody and, yaks one And I'll tell you what, Ben, because Woodsy, he's one of those guys. I mean, I know he loves I love this. It. And, I and it was funny for me when I got here because I, I went up to him. I said, hey, hey, uh, Woodsy, you ready to go, man? He said, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> And I'm out in the cage. I'm like, by the way, I'm Boone's watching you here. And he had a rough, rough, dry out BP. You know, I know he wants to do good. I know he wants to rip a few balls. So Booney goes back in and say, hey, Woodsy swings are pretty good. And he had a rough, he was moping around. <laughs> I said, I said, Polly, how'd you, and Polly got in there. He was killing it the first day. And he goes, yeah, Woodsy, Woodsy said he had a rough BP. I said, yeah. yeah. I said, well, can he pitch? Because I had to do a draft. Yeah. And, and I don't know anything. By the way, I'm learning a lot about this. I was in with all the hitters, thinking I want the hitters. The the, the veteran coaches here, they were out on the mound seeing who could throw strikes, yeah. which is kind of something in the future. I got, I got to spend my time watching these guys that can pitch because today we got a uh, first game is pitch. And it's I've learned now it's essential to be able to throw strikes because to. if not, you know, it's walk, 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 and now you're losing four to nothing. So. Yep, that's exactly right. It's uh, speaking of uh, back to your time uh, in the big leagues and and going out to spring training. Like you said, when you're young, you are probably counting the days so you can get out here, come out early, just just to be around. Uh, and as the the years tick by. What were you trying to do when you got out here? I mean, you knew you you knew you were on the squad. You knew where you were hitting. You knew you were playing two bag. But you know, was it about coming out and trying not to get hurt? Was it just trying to get your work in? How hard was it to get locked in for a real season in spring training? Do they do it right? Yeah, you're right. And as you as you learn, as you get some time and get some experience, you know how to go about your business. You know your body. You know yourself. You know what you need to do. As a kid, your your hair's on fire. Yeah. And you can't wait for that trip across the desert in your car. You got all your stuff packed and got your place and you're ready to go. And you're at the yard at 6 (laughs) o'clock. And you love it. I mean, that's what you've dreamed of your whole life is being a professional baseball player, then being a big leaguer. Um, Yeah, as time wears on, you're counting the days as a kid to get to camp. And and when you're a veteran, (laughs) you get to camp and you're counting the days to get the hell out of here. Until it's over. Um, and, and I had a weird, you know, when I was young, it seemed like I was ready to go after the first week. 
as I got a little bit older, it usually, you know, I had some years there was never a pattern. Some years I'd have it after week two, and wow. I'd be like, I, I wish we could break camp right now because I'm on time. Yeah. And then a few years, it's like that last week, I'm still not on time. You know, and it doesn't matter about what you're hitting. You can always get some hits. But I knew when I was right and when I wasn't right. And, and there were some years where it's like, we got four games left and I'm still not there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's different. There's no, there's no perfect storm. There's nothing that, that I could ever really uh count on like yeah week three i, I should be peaking at the no, <laughs> right. there's nothing to it it was some years i had it right out of the gate and some years it was a long month to get to get in a rhythm we're joined by uh, brett boone here on ben and woods this morning isn't that funny too it's the weirdest game where you can prepare all you want you can feel great you can you know get a good night's sleep the night before you can be eight for 14 off the pitcher you're going to face and he gets you four times it just mm-hmm. this game more than any other game i feel Golf is similar. Is similar. You can prepare. You can putt. You can chip. You can have everything locked in. You get on the course, and it can fall apart just like that. Baseball is that way. How do you? How how hard is that mentally to deal with? Like this is setting up perfectly for me. I should dominate today at the dish, and he got me four times. That's why the the older I get, the more I see. You know, when I watch the other sports, there's nothing like hitting. Nothing. There's nothing, nothing like hitting, and I don't care how how accomplished of a hitter you are. Uh, like you said, you can go be right on time, hit four balls on the screws, and in the box score, you had a miserable, terrible day. day. And and people that didn't watch it, you know, you go home and and you talk to your wife, and she says, "How'd you feel?" I said, "Did you watch? I smoked every ball. Yeah, I hit four. How seats. many hits you get? Oh, for four. <laughs> and by the way, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just find in sports. Hitting is the most unpredictable, and I think, you know, people say it all the time. It's the hardest thing. I, I don't disagree with that. I think day in and day out, hitting a baseball at the top level is the f- most frustrating and, by the way, most rewarding. No doubt. Because when you're on, there's nothing like it. You know, defense is I, – I was a guy that I, I came up as a kid, and I always had that, that label of – I was an offensive second baseman, and I kind of took that – as a as a dig like man i can play defense too so i really took a lot of pride in my defense as a kid uh, i wore it every day every at bat was like the end of the world and as i got a you know as the years piled on um i learned how to temper that and i knew i wasn't going to get hits every day and i really that's where defense for me was huge it was a solace it was like, okay, I'm not swinging it right now, but, but I'm going to take some hits away from these guys. And it was really fulfilling. If I can turn a big double play and we win, I can deal with going 0 for 4. Um, so I always was in awe of the guys, that, the DHs, because there was no solace for them. It's like it was you hit, don't hit, hit or die. You can't make up for it. Yeah. So. What, what's the most important thing for, um, for a young baseball player? You know, you got kids, and, and you know, what's the most important thing? You know, I got – I got a little boy that's on fire for it. He's so a lot like me where he's going to beat himself up. I know that. What is the hardest or what's the most important message I oh, can for, get for the him? young kids? For the young oh, kids. The young kids, I, and I always say it, and I, I went through that whole thing. I, I retired and I coached travel ball and all my kids. <clears throat> the thing is, is, is the parents yeah. are tough. Yeah. Uh, Hoffie and myself, when we retired, we took on this, this travel ball team. And we had kids coming, you know, we, we wanted to get the best team. And then all of a sudden, 
the parents started to come into play and, and people started quitting. It's like if little Johnny's not hitting third, fourth, playing short and pitching at the same time, something's wrong here. We're going to another program. And I remember Trevor and myself sitting there one day going, are we doing something wrong? <laughs> I feel like we know what we're doing. You're in the Hall of Fame. I was pretty good. What are we doing? But then, you know, I started to realize we started recruiting parents with good players, parents that understood, wanted their kid to have a good experience. And I saw a lot of those kids go on, and, and a few of them went to Division One colleges. But I don't don't take it too serious. This game gets so serious so fast. And the guys are going to stick out. It doesn't matter what you do at 12 and 13 in the private. It has nothing to do with it. I think you're born a big leaguer. Wow. That, that With that ability set. Now, you've got to put that in play, and the mental comes into play. But So my kid's screwed is what you're telling me. If he's anything like <laughs> Well, I'd have to see him. You know, and, and it's tough for me, too, dealing with 12-year-olds. That they, they're not even men yet. Yeah. They're not young men. So usually at 16, 17, the guys that are going to go on to the next level, professionally, Division One baseball, they start to – it kind of becomes Se- obvious. Separate. Like, this guy's got the skill set. Now, whether what he does with it, that's a, that's a different ball. I've seen a lot of great talent just didn't have it mentally and couldn't hack it once they got to a certain level. But but my my to the parents especially my my message was always listen, some of my fondest memories to this day are little I got to play in World Series and the big leagues, all star games and those are great. And don't don't get me wrong, I appreciated the heck out of those. But some of my fondest memories are when I was in Little League and, and there was no pressure in the world. It was fun. It was hanging out with my, my buddies and having a Slurpee after the game. And where are we going? We're going roller skating tonight. Uh, those are some of my fondest memories. And don't take that away from your kids today because there's a good chance they're not going to be Major League Baseball players. Yeah. No matter how much you think, no matter how proud of a parent you are, let these kids be kids and have that experience. So when they're out in the workforce, they're 25 years old, they look back at those 12 years. Remember that Little League team? Man, that was fun. And I see some kids today take it too serious, have 50 lessons, and they're disappointed. And at 25, they're going, man, you know what? I put, it was too hard. I did too much. I made it too serious, too early. Be a kid. That's my, uh, that's my advice. And- be a kid. Find out what you want to do. The, the guys that are going to go on, they're going to separate themselves. But it's nothing you can really tell at 10, 11, 12 years old. And that advice. advice coming from Brett Boone, of all people. I mean, you and your brother, I, you say no one's born to be a major leaguer. Maybe no one more than you guys were born to be major leaguers, given your grandpa and your dad who played in the big leagues. But no one, no one really can guarantee a career like that going in. Now, maybe you were immune to it a little bit because you, you grew up with your, your dad and, and your grandpa. But is there an element of being starstruck when you walk into the Seattle Mariners clubhouse for the first time and Ken Griffey Jr. is there? How, what, what's that like? Well, I'll tell you, I, when I when – I, Made my debut, I, I remember people saying, well, this isn't a big deal for you because you grew up in these clubhouses. Well, maybe maybe so to a degree, but I grew up in these clubhouses as a little pain-in-the-neck kid, probably driving people crazy. Now, all of a sudden, it's my job. It's a different ball game. So I, I don't think I was any different than any other rookie. I was, like you said, I was starstruck. I, I remember seeing Kenny. I, I thought, by the way, Ben, when I was – you meet a 21-year-old Brett Boone, I was pretty brash. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was pretty good, and, and if you weren't sure, just stick around for a while. I'll tell you. <laughs> but I, you know, I got through the minor leagues really quick, and I got to the big leagues. And my first piece of humble pie was playing with Griffey, because I thought I was really good. And I'm going, this guy's my age, and he's on his third All Star game. Wow! And I'm trying to trying to get a hit tonight. 
So, yeah, it's definitely for me. Uh, I was in awe like anybody else because as a player, it's just different than being a kid. And, you know, my upbringing, I look back, uh, I think when we're kids, we're kids. We take it for granted. But believe me, now I appreciate what I got to do. And, and everybody always asks, uh, you know, it must have really helped you. I said, and, and I've got a patent answer now for every. I said, I'll tell you what, I don't know how much it helped me, but I know it didn't hurt me. So uh, I, had a, I had a blessed childhood, really cool. Uh, and, and it's still going. I still like to like today just being a coach. Yeah. Sometimes it's a pain in the neck out here dealing with this guy that won't shut up and he wants to hit third and he wants to pitch. But, uh, That's at, not the me, end, by the way. at the end, at the end of the day, it's, it's really fun. It, you get some fulfillment just watching these guys and, and how, how much they're having a good time and really kind of fulfilling their dreams. Well, Brett, uh, it's great to see you in person. I'm glad uh, we got to chat with you, try to, Try to, uh, you know, be easy on some of those campers. Ben, I know they're, uh, by they're the feeling way, I'll, sore I'll keep, now. I, I think I got uh, Paulie and Woodsy today, game one. Uh-uh. I will I will definitely keep you posted. My eye. <laughs> by the way, Woodsy, I'm going to tell you right now, I am going to be watching you like a hawk. Good. So d- don't mess it up because uh, next time I come on the show, people will know. Yes. They will. Yeah, know. I'll tell them. I'm not afraid to tell <laughs> no, them. I know he will. When he was telling me we were the uh, we were the talk of the coaches' room yesterday, it was, it was great. Did you hear me? It? Your kangaroo court? Did you hear it? Yeah, we got banged. It was great. We got banged for doing a radio show. No, one. yeah, it was Ash. You know, Ash is Ash. one of, he's one of the is. guys that runs it. it Ash, what what would they get rung up for yesterday? Thinking that this the whole camp runs around this radio. Right, right. Thinking they the said, whole well, camp we're going to run. We're going to run. You know, only when they're done with this. You know, we can't stretch. Yeah. This is a job. I, it was a pretty hefty. I think it was the biggest fine. I think it, it was, was twenty bucks a piece 25. for for Polly and Woodsy thinking the entire uh, Padres camp oh. revolved around their little radio show. I think that's the quote. Am I right? Yeah, it, it was great. We got accused this morning of big leaguing everybody at dinner last night because we didn't go to dinner because we had to work on the show. We get out of here. And then I, I, I recall a message that Trevor Hoffman said on these airwaves yesterday. Be selfish and then be selfless. Take care of your business first and then be a great teammate the next day. And all I'm trying to do is do that. I'm trying to be selfish. By, by the way, they're set up. By the way, they're set up. They couldn't, they couldn't be more central to this complex so when all the campers walk, walk in, in you got the training room you got the main yeah. room and and all the campers walk in and, and they look at, at paulie and woodsy and say those must be the celebrities yeah so these oh, guys got God. it they really it got you know they're a big deal those guys i hate it a whole bunch of jerks i hate it i hate it here, I hate it here. <laughs> do you you guys find that you're being resented by your teammates yes yeah they are they are resenting us they are resenting us i've got four extra base hits so i don't know what yeah to tell there them. you go i like I'm, I'm here believe me i get the reports in the coaches room everybody wants they want a woodsy story every day so God i'm getting he was the mvp the first, first day. day and then yesterday i heard he was horrible horrible so the first thing i asked him I say, hey, Woodsy, I heard you – did you get the save yesterday? <laughs> no, I gave it up. Oh, oh, I thought you got the save. Bro, baseball players are the meanest. In fact, I got – if it's if, – I'll probably get banged for this, but I want to read some of the kangaroo court stuff on the air because I got the printout from yesterday. I got it. Can I read some of that? Yeah, you can yeah, read whatever right, you want. Right, Judge, right. Judge Ashby says Judge it's okay. Ashby said it's You'll okay. end up getting fined for it later for <laughs> – 
reading that's, that's fine. That's, fine. That, that, that's going to be a, that's, that's going to be a hundy for that's you can do it. It might be worth it. Maybe one of your sponsors will will pay the we'll fine. pay the fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, wait till you hear how mean baseball players are. I can. I'll read some of those. Mean for you spirited. Next. Mean, mean spirited. We are. That's exactly right. Thank you, Brett. Thank you got you, it, Ash. Love you guys. Brett Bone on our Thanks, Premier buddy. Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today. In the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet, find new roads. We got to see the harassment we deal it's with. So I see that. Gnarly. I mean, well, it's... you are centrally located. I'm watching the video here, and you're at the crossroads of the Peoria Sports Complex Clubhouse, where everyone is passing by. So you know they're they're going to see it all uh, while you're there at Fantasy Camp. Ben, I also got banged for getting treatment before camp started, and I'm like, I'm trying to prepare my body to win games. Now, obviously, it hasn't worked yet, as we are zero and three, but. Uh, it happens. So let's go to break. We'll come back. I'll read some of those kangaroo, kangaroo courts. All right, we'll get to that. We'll get to, don't do next. that. Don't do this as well. It's coming hurry, up after hurry. a check of traffic Mark here. Grant's on Mark Grant's Sorry. Hang on. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that, that's 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't do this. I got a little surprise for you, don't, don't do this. Listen, if I've if something, something bad, I mean, tell me I'm a bad boy. You know, just tell me I'm a bad boy. Why? Just why? I get the argument. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not a moron. Let me tell you why I am a dumbass. It's time for Don't Do This. Don't do this. On 97.3 The Fan. All right, uh, we went a little long with Brett Boone, but why don't we do a couple of DDTs, and then uh, Woodsy can get, I want to hear some of these kangaroo court finds. From Padres fantasy oh camp, God, though I'm looking bro, forward to it. You'll die. I mean, it's like, like the. 
Uh, you just wait. Just wait, I tell you. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I, I will start uh, our Don't Do This today with a story from earlier this week in the NHL. I mean, you know that uh, guys, you know, they start making some money. They start living the pro-athlete lifestyle. But it gets out of hand uh, for some players. Uh, this story about Vegas Golden Knights goaltender Robin Lehner and his wife. So, you know, he's uh, he's injured right now, but he's making, I don't know, about $5 million a year, I believe, playing in the NHL, which is nice. Somehow, though, they have uh, racked up $50 million in oh. debt. Uh, now, some of it is is business-oriented. Uh, he went into a like a solar business with his dad. I guess that wasn't doing well. But he also has um, you know some exotic purchase items, like a collection of rare snakes he purchased for $1.2 million in <laughs> 2017. I mean, people they can find some crazy things to spend their money on if they really uh, if they really go out there aren't careful with their uh, with what they brought in. I mean, you know, I, I'd want to save some and invest some if you're making the big money at that point. But uh, yeah, five year, twenty five million dollar contract in 2020. He's already spent all of that and more. Uh, Woods, and now he's uh, filing for bankruptcy at this point in his career. Fifty million dollars. One point two million on snakes. That's incredible. Yeah, that is that's beyond incredible. Uh, did you say you want me to do kangaroo court here? Uh, we can next? we can do, do it. it or we, we'll do it next. Yeah. Um, I got I got another one. I don't know if this okay, is good. a don't or a do do this. I just loved I loved this exchange I saw yesterday. So Stan Van Gundy, who is uh, one of my favorites, former NBA coach, broadcaster, uh, he was tweeting out yesterday, and this is what he said: '90s NBA teams.'" Had just had a trainer and a strength coach. They practiced more often and harder, played more back-to-backs. Teams now have huge medical and performance staffs and value rest over practice. Yet injuries and games missed are way up. Something's not working. You know, making the point that what are they? What are we doing wrong here? Why are players getting more injuries when we have better technology, more staff, more trainers? It's a, It's an interesting question. So Kevin Durant replies to that tweet by Stan Van Gundy oh, and yeah. says, Stan spittin' dot, Stan dot, spittin'. dot. <laughs> well, apparently Stan didn't understand what what that meant. Oh, no. And he felt like Kevin Durant was He's criticizing him. Spittin', yeah. that must be bad. So Stan goes, no, no, I'm not criticizing players. I'm saying that we're getting something wrong in how we prepare and t- train players. He's now he's now kind of mansplaining it to, to yes. Kevin Durant. We can't do anything about injuries like yours. He fell on your leg, but all these groin, hamstring injuries, et cetera, shouldn't be happening as much as they are. He thought Kevin Durant was getting sensitive about criticizing because he's out Why right now with his injury. That? And Kevin goes, Stan, I agree with you, I LOL. Agree with you. And a guy named Felipe replies, Spitting means you're speaking facts, Stan. And yes. Stan goes, had no idea that's what spitting meant. Like spitting facts, spitting truth, spitting the fire. It's like KD saying, oh, man, that's dope. And then he'd be like, I'm not a dope. I'm actually very intelligent. I'm very, very intelligent. That's great. All right, here or the next segment? Let's do. Let's uh, let's take a break, and then we'll All do right. the kangaroo court finds in our next segment here after the bottom of the hour. That's a quick edition of Don't Do This on a Thursday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah, if you don't know what kangaroo court is, they it's, I mean, in baseball, I think mostly, maybe some other sports do it, but uh, they actually make a big deal out of it in some clubhouses where a, a player usually will preside over the clubhouse and to kind of maintain order, decorum, whatever it is they're looking to do, if you do something wrong, out of line, You'll get fined, and even at fantasy camp, they have a kangaroo court, 
Andy Ashby was presiding, and uh, Woods had some details on that. We'll get to that coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You can log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or on 97.3TheFanSD.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Eagles at Pachanga Arena on March 3rd. You'll earn one entry for every hour you listen. How about that? It pays to listen to 97.3 The Fan. We're also, uh, I think, in just a few minutes, going to be giving away an opportunity to win a trip to Padre Spring Training in Peoria as well. So keep listening, and uh, we'll ask you to call in in just a couple of minutes. Uh, grand prize includes... Uh, airfare, hotel, and tickets to a Padres spring training game in Peoria. So we'll do that coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, standing by, though, there in Arizona is Woodsy, and he's got the list of the kangaroo court fines. <laughs> and I'm very Can excited hear to, to hear about some the, of these. Uh, I, we both have our guns. Now, I heard yours uh, earlier, but I, I'm curious about what else other campers have been uh, docked for uh, over the last couple of days. Oh, my God, Ben. So we've got the, uh, the guy out here I told you about. He's the uh, para, Paralympian. And uh, he's got one arm. His last name is Cinemo. And he is the coolest guy. Pitched against us the other day. Threw a thousand more strikes than I did. He's got one arm. He, has, he does like the Jim Abbott, right, with the glove. And then tucks it and throws. Dude, can feel this position, the whole thing. So, I mean, look, this is... This is fantasy cam. This is baseball. This is the baseball clubhouse where literally everyone is equal and no one is better uh, or than anyone. Um, so, Arky Cianfranco got fined for telling him, "Hey, two hands next time on a pop fly." <laughs> <laughs> it's un- unbelievable, right? Like, like, oh my God. like, come on! And it's you know, obviously he obviously he laughed his ass off i mean he laughed his ass up and that just goes to show you the ball busting around here ben is it's relentless relentless guys got banged this guy got banged for quote 
asking stupid questions at the coach's dinner. <laughs> oh my. I can guess who that probably was. Yeah. Um, one guy went out to the field to play without his belt on. Oh, our there you go. All Joe. right. Obviously Equipment malfunction. Then you get the uh, the big leaguers, like our boy Frank Chavez, who uh, did not help pick up balls after batting practice. That's like 101. My little guy, Bo, he's like, all right, time to pick. And I'm the only one that picks. And he's like, I'm not picking. I'm like, the F you're not picking. Get your little ass in there and pick. Why am I picking? I don't need the help. You need the help. Uh, so, yeah, you got to pick balls after batting practice. Uh, let's see. Uh, Terry Kennedy. Terry Kennedy uh, mispronounced Seidler, so he got banged 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> One of the campers called the veterans, the coaches, effers, and so he got he got banged. <laughs> let's see. Um, Heath Bell mooned a bunch of guys in the cold tub, and that. he got banged for that. Then Scott, that. Scott got banged for snitching on Heath Bell mooning everybody <laughs> in the tub. So that's the thing. you got to be real careful when you bring something up because then it gets thrown right back in your, your face. I won't even tell you guys what Mud did because it's disgusting. It's just disgusting. I just can't. I can't tell you uh, what he did. Let's see. Uh, oh, Gary got uh, fined for falling into a non-existent hole out in the outfield. There was no hole there, but he said there was. <laughs> also, big no-no in the clubhouse. You do not step on the SD in the middle, the logo. Uh, you just don't do it. Some so. places actually will like put you know those uh, velvet ropes yeah. around the logo so no one does it but if it's just standing there you got to be careful to avoid the team logo it's disrespectful it's disrespectful to walk on the logo but yeah let's see hoffy got hoffy got uh fine because he was a few days late and was cursing a lot so he (laughs) got fined 50 bucks nick hunley was fined because one of the fantasy campers took a baseball off the face, and Nick Hunley was the coach present at the time. At present so at the time. He gets the blame he for got, he, uh, Nick Hunley also got fined $50 for working with the enemy, the Texas Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, obviously all in good fun, but the uh, two hands next time almost ended me when I read that fine. I went, come on, man. But, you know, everybody's a good sport out here, and nobody's really that good, so... Uh, no one's immune to getting their balls broken out here. Right, Frankie? No you got to pick up balls after you hit, buddy, okay? It's a baseball sin if you don't pick up the ball. Yeah, you got to pick up balls after you hit. It's exactly. And Heath, you need you need to keep that bum in your pants, okay? <laughs> keep your clothes on, Keep Heater. your clothes on. Heater hates us. Heater does hate us. He does. Us. He hates us. <laughs> so that's your kangaroo court. Paulie and I are like 60 bucks lighter, but All right, well, oh well. We'll talk some football in our 8 o'clock hour. It's Thursday. We'll be joined by our NFL senior insider, Eric Adelson, at 835 as we look ahead to the divisional playoff matchups. Now, we got to make our picks tomorrow, guys. Are you, do you have time to study these matchups? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm, yeah, I'm well, a game ahead of Woods, and Paulie's uh, bringing up the rear right now, but there's still uh, three weeks left of the postseason to make up now, ground. Yeah, How do we'll, we do it? Do, do the further rounds we go, do they, are they weighted more? Like We should. Get, like I feel like if you get the conference picks or something or the Super Bowl pick, they should weigh more than one game in the Super Bowl. Right, so card so they were worth one point. Each win was worth one point in the first round. Yep. Two points in the second round. Yep. Love it. Three points and then four points for the Super Bowl. Keeps everybody yeah, in it until the end. 
Seems fair. Right. Very, very original sports radio stuff. All right, so uh, it's four to three to one. I've got the lead right now over you two, and we'll make our uh, we'll make our playoff picks tomorrow. But maybe Eric Adelson can help us out uh, a little bit later with his thoughts, or we can go the opposite of Eric Adelson's thoughts. I know he can't pick the Chargers this week. Uh, for the first time since you, uh, since they will not be participating in the divisional round of the playoffs. You are so giddy uh, to let him know that you have always been right about the Chargers, and uh, I think you should take that victory lap because that's something you've been telling him for the, the couple, three years that we've talked to Eric Adelson uh, on the Ben and Woods program. I was actually a little bit mad yesterday. So in the L.A. Times, uh, Bill Plaschke took uh, his column to kind of light up the Chargers for not firing Brandon Staley. He did a news conference yesterday. Not only, not only did the Chargers not fire their head coach, but Staley said, "No, I, I mean, I don't think it was ever even discussed. I never felt like my job was potentially in jeopardy. I always knew I was going to come back, no matter you know what happened here at the end of the season." And Plaschke kind of went through all the the mistakes he's made. You know, the playing Mike Williams, getting him hurt. Uh, blowing the lead, obviously, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The end of the season last year, of course, when all they needed was the tie to get in against the Raiders and uh, somehow managed to screw that up and not make the postseason. But I, I was kind of mad because in that same piece, you know, Bill Plaschke also is is kind of talking about how the Chargers are on the cusp of relevance in Los Angeles. Like, if they could just make a right decision or two, that the, the city is ripe to start backing the Chargers. And I don't... I, mean, I haven't necessarily felt that or not, but I'll I'll defer to his LA judgment and experience on that. But maybe they are uh, now that the Rams, you know, have taken a big step back. Maybe there are people who are hoping to jump onto the Chargers bandwagon. Well, if they do, they'll probably expect more of the same kind of disappointment uh, like they got uh, this year. That's what but that's I, what happens when you're a Chargers fan. I think the ratings uh, came out yesterday as well, and I don't I don't think they did very well in L.A. I think they did better in San Diego than they did in L.A., which is, has been the case for the last few years. The many, many folks hanging on, you know, to the team that they grew up rooting for, even though they, they moved to L.A., I, I, I think the ratings in L.A. were, were tough. I just don't – you know, Ben – L.A. as a football market has been up in the air since you and I were little kids, right? I mean, Correct. this it's it has been, and it, it seemingly doesn't make sense. It, it's a no-brainer. You know, you think number two media market football would be king, and uh, it's just it just hasn't been the case. And that's that's since you and I were little kids, man. It just has not been the case. I mean, um, there's there's you know, it's the same as here with all the transplants, and you still have holdover Raiders fans from the day when they were the Los Angeles Raiders, and yep. People who didn't give up the team even after they went to Oakland or Las Vegas. A lot of people will tell you to this day the Raiders remain the most popular yeah. team in Los Angeles ahead of either the Rams or the Chargers or anybody else. But you get a ton of 49ers fans, uh, transplants from the Bay Area that come down, and a ton of fans of East Coast teams, whether it's the you know the Patriots, the the Giants, uh, the Cowboys that come out from Texas. I mean. You are as split as any city in America in Los Angeles when it comes to football fandom. Yeah, you absolutely are. And, and again, it's been that way. I am 47 years old. It's been that way since I was a little kid. I mean, it was just always, can L.A. sustain not one, you know, not two teams. Can they even sustain one, you know? And, and there were times when it just did not look like that was the case. And, you know, the Rams, I thought, when they came out of the shoot and won that Super Bowl, but I think the, the, the drop-off was so dramatic. You know, it was so dramatic that I just – it, it – 
it doesn't look like anything's going to, you know, break through. And I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the Chargers are. They've got a, a young face quarterback. Um, they've got good talent, but they keep stepping on their, their junk like this. It, they're, they're certainly not going to cut through. All right, uh, so we'll talk to Eric Adelson coming up at 835. Speaking of uh, TV and TV ratings, I saw that the, the folks at Live Golf finally got a TV deal uh, in the United States. You're never going to believe who's going to be broadcasting the Live Golf tournaments. Not not the Golf Channel. It's not not ESPN or Fox Sports or anything like that, CBS Sports Network. Uh-uh. The Live Golf tournaments will be broadcast on the CW. Here in the United States. The CW. The CW. Yeah, they have no, I mean, this is a network that is, I mean, like Judge Judy reruns is all you really get on the CW. Um, They will be streaming the first rounds on the CW app. Congratulations. And then they're broadcasting the weekend rounds of the Live Golf Tournaments on Saturday and Sunday on the CW. I don't even think we have an over-the-air CW channel anymore here in San Diego. I think you can get it digitally, uh, but it's, I mean, that's. That is um, not what I expected if they were ever going to get on television, but this is the part that's going to floor you. You know how much the uh, the CW is paying for the rights to broadcast live golf tournaments? Nothing. Zero dollars and zero cents. Uh, they will simply be sharing the advertising revenue with live golf once Ooh. they put it on. Not a, not a dollar, which is when you look at what kind of media numbers and the, the kind of figures that – television networks pay to broadcast sports in this country i mean the nfl is insane it's in the billions of dollars over several years i mean billion dollar contracts with espn with nbc with cbs with fox i mean they are all just unbelievable amounts of money uh baseball's national deals the local deals it adds up to billions of dollars a year same with the nba uh pga tour the golf channel the networks uh the 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 majors, they just pay hundreds and millions of dollars uh, to broadcast those events. But the Live Golf Tour will settle for the grand sum total of $0.00 and 0 cents to be broadcast on the CW. Uh, but they will be on television this year for the first time. Benny, even my beloved NLL, National Lacrosse League, got a 10-year media rights deal with ESPN. Okay, so if that, you know, talk about a niche sport, um, you know, the NLL getting a 10-year deal with, with ESPN. For uh, I don't know the terms of that deal, but I know it's more than zero dollars and zero cents. It's pretty crazy, and it, it still is crazy how healthy golf is right now. Um, it's it, it is a very very healthy sport. This new uh, documentary coming out on Netflix um, is going to be incredible. I think even if you don't like golf but you like documentaries, watch uh, as they take you know as they take you through the lives of, of pros, guys that you know, uh, and then I think some guys that you you might not know. And then the whole live thing uh, explodes in, in the middle of this documentary. It's going to be incredible. Um, I think it's. I want to say it starts in February, but I'm not sure. I need to double check. But it looks it looks outstanding. Have you seen the previews? I have. I'm, I'm excited about it for sure. I think either early March or late February, yeah, something okay. like that. But I, you know, today the uh, the tournament over in the desert starts, and the next week we'll be talking more golf because they'll be in town for the Farmers Insurance Open. And uh, the the field this week is really good. I think there was some worry with the. Uh, the new way the PGA Tour is set up with their elevated events, uh, that those are the ones that are mandatory for the top players to play in. And then they only need to play in like three other regular events all year to satisfy their requirements and thought, well, they're going to skip 
you know, maybe Torrey Pines, maybe some of the other events that you usually saw them at. The field's quite good this week. It should be good next week uh, for Torrey Pines as well with at least half of the top ten players in the world scheduled to play. I'm still missing, though. I, I really miss having the guys that I liked rooting against. The Bryson DeChambeau. For sure. The Brooks Kepkas, you know, Phil Mickelson. Yeah, love the them, villains, them. man. The villains of golf have all disappeared. Even Patrick Reed, as frustrating as, you know, and I can't stand him, golf was better when you had those stories to, to root against and follow. Patrick Reed won the Farmers Insurance Open a couple of years ago. He's not going to be able to, to participate because he's a member of Live Golf now. Golf is weaker on both sides because of live this has been i think an undoubtedly bad thing for the sport and until i mean until live goes away and because they have basically unlimited funding behind them from you know the saudi government and royal family i don't know that it is ever going away or at least not for many many years and i'm sad about that because does that mean that only on the on you know an occasional major will we see all those golfers together i mean we should be seeing them play each other you know, 15, 20 times a year on these regular events. And now there's still a lot of good golfers on the PGA Tour. I like watching Jordan Spieth and Xander Shoffley and, and Justin Thomas and Scotty Scheffler. But, you know, ultimately they're, everyone's missing out because these players don't get together as often as they should be playing. And I, I'm sad as a golf fan. Well, let me ask you this. So now that it will be, you know, Saturdays and Sundays on on the CW, do you think you'll tune in? I still don't because it – you know, they have the opposite problem. Okay, they, you've got all the villains, but it's no fun to cheer against everyone in a golf tournament. Uh, someone's going to win. It's like, oh, I hope they all lose and shoot 85s. I hate all these guys, and I don't want them to play well. You need some of the you know the golfers you like in those tournaments as well. And I well, guess you know Cam Smith is is somewhat likable, and I could try cheering for him. But the, the it, funny it thing do is, much is, for me. is the you know the last place guy is going to make. You know, five hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars if he has if he shoots fourteen over. You know, on the you're like, well, okay. I mean, it's there. There's not the the stakes aren't the same. Definitely, I'll watch it just to see it. You know, a bit of the train wreck factor. How do they do it? How's the broadcast, etc. But, um, you know, it, because it's on, I will not go search for it. I will not text Paulie for a stream for it. I will just. If it's on the CW and I remember, I'll check it out. What uh, channel is the CW on? Do you even know? I have no idea. I have zero idea. (laughs) I know that that's where, like, isn't like Gilmore Girls and stuff on the CW? It's very strange. Seventh Heaven, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I will will definitely, definitely tune in just to see it. I mean, you're right, though. I miss some of my guys I like. I was a big Brooks Kepka fan, you know, And, and I... I miss watching that guy play on a on a week to week basis uh, and and try to win majors and majors only. Um, you know, as much as I really don't like Bryson DeChambeau, I liked rooting against him. I like watching him in tournaments. Um, you know, I, I miss DJ, dude. I miss DJ. Oh, I'm absolutely, a huge, huge DJ fan. My God, and, and like, and I really am going to miss. You know, Cameron Smith is the one he's such like, a rising young great player that we're not going to get to see anymore. Uh, competing regularly on the PGA Tour. He looks like a bull weevil, but he's just so fun to watch play golf, dude. He's just so fun to watch play golf. So, again, I don't begrudge these guys, you know, getting their bag at all, um, but it, it it has certainly, certainly taken away from, from the others. But you know what, man? The Farmers, they've done a great job. 
Um, the the field out there is going to be spectacular. The course is a mother, as we know. We just played it. Uh, Storm out Steve walked out after 12 holes. It's been a rough uh, sports couple of weeks for your old pal Woods here, Benny. I'll tell you that. All right, Padres fans, uh, now is the time. How would you like to head out to Padres spring training in Peoria here in less than a couple of months? Uh, We've got a chance to win some tickets right now to a Padres spring training game. And if you qualify, uh, we'll also put you into our grand prize drawing for Two tickets to a game, a $500 Southwest gift card to get you there, and a $500 Visa gift card to find a place to stay out there in Arizona. Just go to PeoriaSportsComplex.com for tickets and info. Let's take the uh, sixth caller this morning, 833-288-0973. I know the number, 833-288-0973. Italian Paul will answer the phones, and we'll have a winner here when we come back. Uh, to restart the show, but good luck. Call in now for your chance to win that getaway to Padres Spring Training in Peoria. All right, halfway home, guys, on a Thursday. This week is uh, traveling by quickly. We'll have uh, Eric Adelson in our 8 o'clock hour, reset the top stories, and then uh, we'll send you off for another double header. Thank I know you, you're excited about that of uh, baseball we? today. Are we? Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. All right, it's Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 